Kia ora, Jack. I see that Stephen now has uh, got uh, Emily's Saturday night plans sorted. <laughs> it's going to be laughing yoga for Jason Emily. You know what? I, I I can see Emily getting right into it. Emily's always yes. had a good sense of humour, and she's always yes. into new experiences. Um, <laughs> I feel like I look. I feel like there are crazier things, suggestions than laughing yoga. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Have you seen that yoga they do with uh, goats? Have you seen that one? No. They no. do a yoga with goats. That's definitely crazier. They, so, okay. you, so you do yoga and then there are sort of goats and they sort of climb on you as you're doing the yoga. Which oh. I never thought looked very comfortable because goats sort of have little hooves that get into your crevices and your, your bits it's and your great. wobbles and things. And you sort of think, oh, do I want a goat hoof yeah. there, you know? Don't as someone who can't yeah. do yoga at the best of times, um, you know, I'm not sure that I want a little billy goat. <laughs> Sort of mounting me <laughs> while I'm doing it. <laughs> anyway, it had to happen. we digress. Oh, um, yes. Um, the Haas Pass Highway, I mean, this is just a gorgeous part of the South Island connecting central Otago to the west coast. If you're starting from uh, Wanaka, yes. where would be a good first stop? Well, I would say just up the road to Hawea. It's Twin Lake. That's sort of like. Um, Big cobalt blue boys, and they're only separated by that really thin sliver of land, which is known as the neck. So that's like a really popular viewing point uh, before you actually get to the pass proper. So you've got Wanaka on one side and Hawea on the other. But I actually think like Hawea is unfortunately overlooked by a lot of travellers, mm. and it's certainly less trafficked than Wanaka. But when you go to the shoreline of Hawea, it really is a stunning sight because that water is magnificently iridescent. I would call it liquid cellophane, Jack. It is so clear. Um, and, of course, a bit like Wanaka, it's swathed in your golden landscape of tussocks. You've got the spire of Mount Aspiring um, backing it. It really is just um, a scenic showreel to start off your your roadie through the Hast Pass. Okay, so you start your roadie, you you, you go past um you go past the lake, and then you stop off at Makarora. Yeah, I love Makarora, and I think it's because the colour palette just suddenly switches from sun scorched gold and all those tussocks to verdant pastoral green in Makarora Valley. Mm. And a really popular coffee stop is the Makarora country cafe and it's one of those quirky roadside stops where they've got their own little sort of signature feature and when you go in the cafe you'll notice all of the walls and the ceiling beams are just plastered in car license plates from all around the world right. um, mostly from America yeah. and over the years they've been gifted to the cafe owners needless to say there haven't been many fresh additions lately but it's yeah. a very cool stop and then in Makarora Valley Obviously, lots of bush walks, and uh, one of the other really big uh, draw cards are the backcountry tours you can do, particularly into Mount Aspiring National Park, which includes going into the valley known as Siberia Valley, and you'll do that uh, generally with um, a scenic flight, and then you jet boat back through the wild braids of those rivers in the backcountry back to Makarora. So that's really the ultimate day trip um, by by yeah. and by boat. Yeah. yeah. Did you uh, hit up the blue pools and did they match the hype? Well, it's a really good question, Jack, because they are probably the most visited stop anywhere between Wanaka and the West Coast, the blue pools. And they're not dissimilar to the aqua magic of 
Pocatika Gorge, but yeah. they are an absolute stunner. It's a really nice, easy 30-minute walk through Beach Forest, um, and you go, you go across boardwalks and a swing bridge uh, to reach these translucent pools in the Makarora River, which are just heaving with the most massively sized trout. Um, and just spotting them like from a long distance is so easy because you know, that crystal clear water. Um, once again, more liquid cellophane yeah. uh, with uh, that water being glacier fed. It's so gin clear. Yeah, yeah, it's gin clear and freezing. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, did you take a few strolls? Were there some good good walks along the Haas Pass Highway? Yeah, well, as you make your way from Makarora to Haas proper, mm. um, you'll notice that there are just so many roadside tracks um, on the main highway, and most of them actually lead to waterfalls because you're right up against the main divide. And um, they've got actually really good names, really good named waterfalls like Roaring Billy, Fantail Falls, Thunder Creek. Thunder Creek um, is actually my favourite. It's like the Cascade King because she hurtles straight down into the Haas River yeah. uh, from this massive uh, vertical cliff. And the waterfall height actually apparently is a very stark geological lesson in just how high the glacier field was during the last ice age. And then right above um, the, the start of the waterfall, um, this amazing natural vertical garden. And it's just totally sprouting in snow tussocks uh, and herb fields and buttercups. Um, yeah. It really is um, nature at its you know, most artful, yeah. beautiful walk. Oh, that's awesome. Did you pick up some good food in, in Haast, some good kai? Yeah, well, if there is one place you need to go once you get into Haast Township, which was actually going to be a bit like Twizel, just a temporary workers' camp, but of course it is now a permanent settlement. But the place to go is the Frontier Cafe and Bar. You'll find it at the Heartland Hotel. And I think this cafe just does such a great job in celebrating the sense of place. So like on the menu every day, you'll have the likes of Mount Cook salmon, Jackson Bay seafood chowder, West Coast white bait captured right from the heart of town in the Haast River. So, you know, that's a, z- a zero-kilometre meal. Um, and if you have time from Haast Township, shoot down the road to Jackson Bay on the Tasman Sea because it's the West Coast's only natural deep-water wharf, and the seafood there is just extraordinary. The blue cod particularly. I was going to say, the blue cod in Jackson's Bay is amazing, <laughs> eh? Yeah. Totally, oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> it's, it's a, I mean, it's the end of the line too, eh? Jackson's Bay, yep. yeah, it's the end of the Absolutely. line. It's um, it's yep. the yeah, the if is at the north and Jackson's Bay is at yeah, the south, that's yeah, it. it's gorgeous. That whole and you know the period as you drive from Haast down to Jackson's Bay and you're just driving right along next to the ocean there, and there's yes. just no one you can see, and you go on a calm day, it's like oh my god, it's like ninety mile beach yeah. or something, you know. That's right, very similar. Yeah, mm. just so wild and untamed, eh? Yeah, yeah, it's gorgeous. Did you get um pumped by the sandflies there? They weren't actually that bad. I was there, when was it, second week of January. Yeah. Um, I reckon the sandflies have sort of hit top gear just in the last few weeks. Yeah. Hideous and Murchison, as I'm sure you noticed. Yeah, um, I just think wild. I'm very delicious to sandflies for some reason. <laughs> My dad didn't have a single yeah. bite. And I was like, oh, really? I, yeah, yeah. But oh well, that's because the locals break. don't the locals don't get it. What is the science behind sandflies? Maybe someone knows because the locals yeah. never seem to be too affected by them. You never hear locals moaning about sandflies. It's only the no, that's true. It's only the townies who come in and for some yeah. reason are especially delicious. Unfamiliar flesh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, anyway, hey, it sounds like you had a great trip though. 